Oh hey, you made it! Welcome to my humble podcast. I'm sorry about the cold. Uh, now that the seasons have changed, it's gotten a little bit chillier here in the upper Midwest. But don't worry, you came just in time for me to light the fire. Ah, jeez. Welp, there goes my eyebrows again. Farnie's <laughs> here, hear the yell, back to school, ring the bell, brand new shoes, walking blues, climb the fence, books and pens, I can tell that we are gonna be friends. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Hey everybody, welcome to yet another episode of Season 2 of the Sam Peters Audio Log. Now, if you're new, if you're a new listener, I'll give you a little rundown of what this show is all about. So basically, it's me talking with a guest, sitting by a fireplace. But actually, it's not a real fireplace, because of COVID and everything. But we just picture in your mind, okay? sitting next to a fireplace, enjoying a nice chat with a friend. My guest here today is a long reoccurring guest on the show, and his name is Badambanas. What's up? Hey, everybody. I'm back. It's me. How many times have you been on the podcast so far, Adam? Do you know? I want to say this is the fifth time. I think five, yeah. Five? I want to say. I don't know if that's true. Because I, I think I did three episodes, and then I did the Christmas special, unless that got, like, purged from existence. Yeah, the Christmas special didn't happen, because okay, my audio was really bad. I still, you know, maybe in the future we'll release the Christmas episode, but I was just getting through it, and... I, you can barely understand my audio, and I was like, this isn't fun. So that'll be my, my long-lost, the hidden episode of the Sam Peters audio log. Yeah. So I guess four. This is, this would four be, times. This would be four, then. You're getting, you're getting up there, man. Yeah. It, I, do I not have the record? I think you do. I thought, I was gonna say, I thought, maybe Seth, I don't know. No, I think it's you. Seth... Uh, I think he's only done two episodes, but I think we did more, but then he would forget to record his audio. And oh, then... that's true. Yeah, I think that's what's going on. Yeah, so I think he's done two, but I've recorded four with him, but... <laughs> Get wrecked. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh. So he would be a lot closer if he knew how to follow directions. No, that's oh. okay. It's okay. Adam, what have you been up to? Uh, you know, not not much to be honest. Uh, well, I'm, I'm trying to remember what I what I talked about last time, so I can I can uh, recap from the lost Christmas times. But yeah, uh, just off my first semester of college, somehow scraped by, and I'm not kicked out yet, so that's plus. Yeah. Uh, now I've been sitting around home being all lazy for like a month and a half or something. Yeah. Gotta gotta get back into the gear for second semester and actually do things. Ooh, scary. 
Yeah, doing things is kind of wild. Um, doing things is kind of wild. Kind of yeah, scary. Yeah, it's like, whoa, doing things like... Oh, I, I don't, don't know, know, dude. I don't know, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> what? How have you been spending your winter vacation uh, now that you're done with your first semester of college? Uh, let's see. Um... Just watching like a lot of a lot of you know TV because I'm a Gen Z and I don't produce Ooh. things. I I consume media. Yeah, I get wrecked, <laughs> Sam. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a lot of that. Uh, Mandalorian was wrapping up, so Ooh. I got into I got my sister into it though, and now we've been kind of getting back on a Star Wars kick, just in time for them to announce fourteen hundred new. Shows on Disney Plus. Very oh, yeah. epic. Oh, yeah. Very epic. Love Star Wars. Gonk Droid TV series. My favorite. Yes. All hail Disney. Mm. Oh, yeah. I went, to, I went to Disney World at Christmas, and it was very epic. Yeah. They're... <laughs> <laughs> I can't I believe they're, they're open. Oh, are they? I, they, were, they were over the summer. They might be closed back down now. Cause I, I heard uh, LA's California got hit kind of hard again, but I don't know. Yeah, I heard England is like shut down again. Oh um, yeah, England is not doing well. Feel bad for the uh, the British people if you're listening to British this podcast. People. I I I pull my regrets out. You can't have tea. You have to have virtual tea time. Virtual. Wait, I'm gonna check. I got my statistics for the podcast. Crumpets and our croissant. Oh, yeah. Can you see if you actually have a... Let's see if we have any British people If you have any British listeners. Okay, United States, 97%. Canada, 1%. So we got some Canadians, right? Canadian. Yeah. United Kingdom is... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5... Sixth, it's sixth with less than one percent. So is that like one or two people? Um, couple people. It could be. It would be like probably around one. It could be anywhere from one to four different plays. Oh, that'd be oh, di- oh plays entirely. So yeah, if yeah. if the one British person is listening to this. I feel bad that you guys got shut down for Christmas. That that's that's a that's a wee bad situation. Hope you're still enjoying your tea. Really bad situation, crumpets. bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Hopefully y'all can still go to the pub eventually. Have <laughs> the, a pint. Have a pint with some blokes. Uh, speaking of British people, here's <laughs> a little development since. Uh, the last time I recorded a podcast, I have finished the Harry Potter series. Boom, boom, boom. Ooh, ooh, now you you have completely transformed into a user of the dark arts. No. Um, your your fragile mind has been warped, and no. you you practice witchcraft now. Are you referring it, to how there is an extended period of time where members of the Christian community believe that reading Harry Potter would turn you into a, a witch or yes. something. Yes, I, 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 uh, I actually read a book when I was a kid. Uh, like It was like in between reading the series, I read a book about the evils of Harry Potter. That was very entertaining. 
yeah. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm a heathen because I, I read yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah, my parents were cool with it, but I did know people that, that couldn't read it because of that growing up. But they wouldn't let me go on, I think it was like four or five was the cutoff. I couldn't read like the okay. later books. So, because they were like too adult or whatever. Sure. Um. So, of course, you know, I, I smuggled and read the books in secret. Um, that was the height of my teenage rebellion. Was secret, <laughs> secretly reading Order of the Phoenix in some like Christian day school somewhere. <laughs> oh. oh snap! That actually kind of feels. It feels very Harry Potter, you know, sneaking off and reading a book. <laughs> yeah. Um, you got some Hermione energy there. Yeah, big, big Hermione energy. Actually, I I thought of that when I was at college because I would go to the library a lot because there wasn't really anything else to do because half the campus is shut down for obvious reasons. Yeah. So I'm like, college is turning me into Hermione Granger. And I don't know if that's a good thing. You know, college also turned me into Hermione Granger <laughs> because now I'm like, TV, what? No, book. 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 Books. I uh, picked up on that from the the episode with Seth. Yeah, big book time. <laughs> big book time. Now you gotta read all the other books that you missed as a kid, like exactly. Percy Jackson. I never read Percy Jackson. No. <laughs> and but... you gotta become really annoying about Greek mythology, that because that's just like part of being a kid in the 2010s. <laughs> I uh, okay. I. I had a friend who read Percy Jackson as a kid, and in grade school, he would tell me about it, and then I would, with secondhand knowledge, just be like, Greek, Greek <laughs> mythology. Oh no, you were that kid, and you hadn't even read the books. Wow, what a fake no. fan. I saw the movie eventually, though. Oh, heretic. No, the movies don't count. I'll get to the books eventually, okay? I got a list. I I got this app, all right? It's called Goodreads, and yes. it's like social media for books, okay? Oh, is it, so it's like a like a big book club, you know, where you all get together and talk I about... I mean, you can add friends, yeah. Yo, it's, it's mostly just... Dope. Dude, you should get it. The, I get... I Dude. Made a, I made a previous person that's been on the podcast get it her name is yeah her name is bin 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 crosby <laughs> no oh bin bandman right She's been oh on the right podcast yeah before. yeah maybe i'll maybe i'll get it check it out i just finished a book actually no it's Did probably you? not one that yeah it was uh, a non-fiction though so Ooh. i'm a boring adult uh, but it was all like uh, behind the scenes and like kind of the corporate overhead management of uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Interesting. Um, yeah, I've read like five or six different books all about the making of those movies. And each one is different. Like there's just so much going on behind the scenes. But yeah. Funny story, Adam. The first time that I ever... Uh, the first time that my eyes... Probably, the first time you like, saw a book? No, the first time I ever saw you, Adam, was at a grade school forensics competition. And I remember that. And you were that. reciting a, a part of one of the Lord of the Rings books. I and do remember that one, yeah. I remember being like a fifth grader, 
and thinking to myself, I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, that was, that was definitely a choice. I was a big Lord of the Rings kid, um, though a few years after my, after it was really big with the movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I actually did that two years in a row. I did a, a section from one of the literatures, but yeah. That was a large part of sixth grade for me was I had the like Bible sized edition of all three of them <laughs> and it took me forever. But yeah, I read them and just read them in between class, you know, I feel like you were much smarter back then than I was to be able to read Lord of the <laughs> Rings as like a fifth yeah, grader. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I think the the hardest part about it is a lot of it is which you don't get from uh, just watching the movies is a lot of the book is like songs and poems that go on for oh. like a super long time, uh, which is actually why Tolkien's son hated the movies because he's like, there's not enough poetry and singing. This needs to be a 17 hour <laughs> movie. And then Hugo Weaving needs to sing ballads for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but no, oh, no, no, a lot of it's just like more more poetic. But yeah, I think there's definite value in um in reading the books. I think eventually I will definitely get to the Lord of the Rings books now that I'm a Now that you're a seasoned reader, a yeah. consumption of paper literature. Exactly. It makes me so much better than everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yes, so much better. No, I'm trying yes. to think of other... I Okay, I did read books when I was a kid, okay. Did you ever read the City of Ember series? Uh, no, but I heard about it. I think Dude. I had friends that read it in, like, middle school. I remember City of Ember. I mean, I think I'm going to reread that now that I'm older. I never did. That book um, was fire. Let me think. Uh, Ranger's Apprentice, that was a big one, um, and another, like, fantasy one. It's, like, the reason I, one of the reasons I like fantasy so much. I have not heard of it. Because it doesn't have, like, a movie adaptation like everything else does. Uh, right. but it was, like, this huge, you know, young adult series. I think there were, like, 12 books. Dang. Where it's all about this dude who's kind of, you've seen Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. Have you seen the movies? Yeah, I've okay. seen Lord of the Rings. <laughs> just checking you know it's a small indie film you know yep, yep. so but yeah it's basically like this dude who's kind of like aragorn and he has yeah. obviously an apprentice like a like stupid little kid he has to teach him how to be aragorn sure as well so it's just a lot of uh there's an overarching story but a lot of it's just like small little adventures in the medieval world and then they all rasp up nice and fairy tale ending and then they did one more book where like everyone's middle-aged and dead nice. it was like it was like the logan of like young adult books it was Dude, really strange <laughs> yeah no that sounds kind of lit though this character assassination it's like the last five pages of the last book of Harry Potter. All oh, right, yeah, you didn't like the epilogue. I just wanted freedom for the house elves, okay? You know, if that came out, if Deathly Hallows came out today, you know there'd be like a four-hour YouTube video about, uh, like, the character assassination of Harry Potter and the franchise has been ruined by, I don't know, Disney or whatever. Yeah, and then despite... It being a really good book, it would get trash reviews. 
You get trash reviews. Just yeah. because it's the last one and people aren't content when things have to end. But yeah, I I felt that overall, you know, it ended conclusively. Yeah, I um, think so. It's one of those things, kind of like I thought, um, uh, Gravity Falls, which I watched uh, over the summer. Like that, en- when that ended, that was another kind of thing of like, I want it, I want more of it, but I know that there shouldn't be any more. Like it yeah. ended. Like it was such a definitive good ending, but like I still just want more of that world. Yeah, I understand and. Uh, going back to a show I watched earlier this semester, Community, that's what oh, yeah. their last episode was all about, was like, yeah, sure, we might want this to go on forever, but do we really, though? Yeah, Community was a kind of an interesting subversion of like a TV finale, you know, it wasn't super conclusive, but still, still was, you know, traditional Community way. I love that show so much. Yeah. Band Barman is a genius. I mean, Harry Potter could have been a series... Where, you know, J.K. or Bay BK Bowling <laughs> could have just made, a, you know, a book for eternity and just been, like, rolling in cash. But then, you know, what's what's really the point? I feel like the best stories don't go on forever, you know. There's a conclusive ending with themes and different you know, stuff. It's funny that you mentioned that because there actually is a sequel kind of officially sponsored by Rowling. Not directly written, mm. but it's a Broadway play called The Cursed Child. And a couple of years ago, I bought it, and I read it, and uh, it's very bad. Do not con- do not consume that piece of media at all you, costs. <laughs> you are not the first person who has told me about this, Adam, and also told me that it is very bad. <laughs> Dude, it's, oh, it is, uh, ooh. Yeah, that, I think that's, Cursed Child is definitive proof that, you know, some stories just need to end. But what if it was written by B.K. Bowling, though? Like, Well, judging by the, the second Fantastic Beasts movie, I wouldn't have faith in that either. I have not seen either of those movies. Uh, actually... Now that I've finished Harry Potter, I've started watching through the movies, and I'm averaging, like, a movie a day. Today, there's a good chance I will watch The Order of the Phoenix. Oh. But after that's over, I might have to watch Fantastic Beasts. Or I really should, because they don't have book equivalents of those movies, right? But, Sam, if you just watch movies, you'll become dumb, because everyone knows that movies punch you in the head <laughs> that's true yeah watching movies is for babies dumb but babies see, I, uh, <laughs> every film every movie makes you dumb i already read like... the book oh. <laughs> okay adam the thing is right what you're saying 100 there's literally no exception right okay i just want that to be very clear you know documentaries like what you know, maybe a three-year-old can get away with it, but you should be reading Jack and the Giant Peach or something, bro. Sharpen your mind, okay? No. But I'm just saying, Harry Potter movies are just sorry attempts at the literature, but they still are interesting to watch to see how a different person puts their own artistic twist into it to portray the stories that are very dear to my heart now. Yeah, and, you know, it's hard with movies, especially... I think the first ones are 
pretty long. I guess obviously the Deathly Hollows they split into two parts, but mm-hmm. they you feel like they really struggled to fit everything in. Yeah. In the runtime, you know, I've seen it suggested a lot that like you know if they reboot it, it should be a like a mini series. Yeah. Or some sort of a TV show just to cover it better. Um. Yeah, I feel like they were they were decent adaptations. Not yeah. not the best book to movie that I've seen, but they were all right. Yeah, I I agree. The third one so far has been my favorite because I think it it was able to efficiently tell the story, whereas the first two I felt like it was just speeding through all the different things. I remember in the first one, Hagrid's pet dragon. Spoiler alert! But Hagrid has a pet dragon named Norbert. Spoiler alert for a book that came out in 1997. Yeah, hey, I didn't read it until this year, okay? (laughs) I wasn't even born in 1997. How was I supposed to read it back then? Gosh, Adam. Gosh! Okay, go ahead. Go ahead about the spoiler dragon. So, Norbert, right? In the book, there's this whole, like, B or C plot about how... Hagrid has this dragon and then he has to they have to like get it to Romania or whatever but then in the movie he gets the dragon and the next scene is Filch being like Hagrid did you get rid of the dragon and Hagrid was like yeah oh wow sad it's because movies are dumb <laughs> <laughs> no but uh there there is an extended edition of the first Ooh. two i believe i had uh when i was a kid i had like those big you know when dvds used to be like a huge deal and they would like fold out and there'd be like a bunch of different like separate discs of extras yeah uh i had those for like the first few movies and i know they did extended uh extended cuts but i don't remember if they like significantly approved them sure um i mean one thing we can all agree with is that you know the casting for the movies was pretty spot on um, in some regards uh, in some regards do you do you have quarrels with uh rupert grint or something you know what i heard people complain about him but honestly it's a it's pretty much what i imagined ron to be i think my my version, my mind version of Ron, right, was a little bit more, like, aggressive. But uh-huh. I think Rupert Grint is pretty pretty spot on. And uh, uh, I think Emma Watson, you know, maybe she's a little bit too attractive to be Hermione Granger, but um, she's pretty spot on, too. The one person that I think they could have done a way better job of casting, okay is one of the most important roles. Probably the second most important role and doesn't give off the vibe that I had of the character in the books at all. You want to take a guess who that character is, Adam? Filch's cat? <laughs> Mrs. Norris, you got it. <laughs> Peeves the poltergeist. Dog Peeves. The movies suck because they don't have Peeves in it. <laughs> movies suck because nearly Headless Nick was literally nothing like I imagined him in the books, uh. okay? Is it? Oh, I guess yeah, you haven't really gotten to Voldemort in the movies. Um, oh, I got uh, one part of it, and he's like different than what I picked. Yeah, Voldemort's but... pretty different. Is it? It's not Harry, is it? It's not Harry. Is it Ginny? No. <laughs> Lots of people have problems with movie Ginny. Ginny hasn't like done anything yet. Oh right, movies. yeah. Which is proof that she's bad in the movies. Bad. Uh, just I don't know, uh, McGonagall. Albus Dumbledore. Albus Dumbledore. Oh, that's that's another one. Yeah. Um. I mean, 
they had kind of an awkward situation because they had to replace him. But yeah, well, the first the first Dumbledore was like way too whispery, and I could hardly understand him half the time. Was like, <laughs> and now the new Dumbledore is like yelling all the time. I'm like, yeah. that's not Dumbledore. <laughs> I'd actually, I'd actually say the the first one, uh, Richard Harris was. Pretty close to like what I pictured Dumbledore as. Yeah, um, I just think he was too whispery. If he was yeah. less whispery, and I could understand him more often. But then the new Dumbledore is like is rampaging. Yeah, like I remember the scene. I just watched Goblet of Fire, right? And he, oh yeah, like he like runs downstairs and uh, <laughs> almost tackle. Like he shoves Harry up against a wall and is like, "Harry, I need your portrait ever to Goblet of Fire." <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, bro, just chill, Dumbledore, jeez. Yeah, I, no, I, I can't believe I didn't guess that one. That's uh, that's one that kind of stood out to me as well. I have different quarries or different problems with different casting choices, okay? Just because, in my mind, I had the ideal layout of what each character looked like and acted like. But you know what? It's fine, okay? It's a different, it's it's a different portrayal. And yeah. I can respect that. Like, one of my favorite characters, Ramus Lupin, he he wasn't what I pictured in the movies, but I still ended up liking him and his portrayal quite yeah. a bit, I will say. Yes, Lupin. Lupin. Yeah, Lupin. What a guy. I love Lupin. Yep. Peter Pettigrew, my favorite character, obviously. Oh, so... Such a good character. Then, the, time. the Doctor Who is in it. The Doctor... Doctor Who? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I always forget that, because uh, I watched Harry Potter, like, years before I watched Doctor Who, so yeah. I don't always make that connection. So, yeah. Crazy dude. But, yeah, for, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Peter Capaldi obviously portrays Harry in the later, <laughs> in the last four movies, when Daniel Radcliffe had to leave to join. So. <laughs> I don't get it. David Tennant. David Tennant, the best doctor, and I will not take arguments on that. Uh, of course. Was, uh, was a spoiler character, but yeah, he shows up. He does show up in Harry Potter the movies, which aren't as good as the books. Because Harry yeah, that, Potter doesn't have official... green eyes in the movies. The... Well, there's a reason for that, Sam. They gave Why? him... They gave him contact lenses, and they gave him a rash. And apparently, you can see it in one of the last scenes of Sorcerer's Stone. Like, his eyes are all puffy and stuff, because he has these contacts in that are, like, irritating his face. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, obviously, they need to do a special edition where they CGI his eyes to be green. Then why is Voldemort's eyes not red? <laughs> CGI blue and it's like bruh complete redo of the Harry Potter movies for the next anniversary (laughs) yes you you have now caught up to the zeitgeist of about 2004 (laughs) I need to go rant along with the 40 year olds (laughs) yeah go go find your closest millennial couple that named their kid Ron and talk talk to them about their childhood experience. 
I'm gonna name my kid Albus. Yeah, we kind of caught the tail end of the of the Harry Potter craze. Uh, personally, Deathly Hollows Part 2 was the only one I saw in theaters. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which I actually didn't. I saw the film version of Part 2 before Part 1. Oh. But I had read the book, so it was okay, because I was super smart. And yeah. I could figure it all out. <laughs> A super baby. I was like super. I was like super smart. I could figure it all out. That was that was before you started watching TV. And yeah, then... I was before, and then I watched TV, and then I became super dumb again. I'm sorry if uh, what was said offended you, Adam. <laughs> but to be fair, in your defense, I don't think it, you. I'm guessing that you don't spend like all your time browsing social media and TikTok. Uh, no, yeah, I, I try not to. Well, that might be offensive to some people. You know, if you are on social media all the time, try not to be, okay? Because it's actually not good for you, and I'm not gonna really make excuses. Yeah, spend your time doing more productive stuff. Like yeah. complaining about the differences between the book and film adaptations of a children's novel. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what life's about here. That's why we're that all is, here. That is what life is about. Debate about the the wings of a TIE fighter in Star Wars canon. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yes. Yes. Of course. You know, if you browse social media, a much better way of spending your time would be watching the infinite and endless amount of star wars content that disney plus is about to put out <laughs> on their platform or you could be even smarter and read a book specifically the 400 books about star wars that aren't canon anymore so you can read the thrilling adventures of a gonk droid with a lightsaber um who becomes a sith lord <laughs> and marries han solo or something uh, that nice. people are really mad that isn't canon anymore. That'll make you really smart. I mean, debatably, you could even skip college. Just, <laughs> just skate, just skating on those books. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. Now we gotta pause quick, Adam. For our listeners that may not know what Star Wars is, it's a franchise about how there's two sides and the stars, right? And they they're at like war with each other. And for we also mentioned a corporation that some of our listeners might might not be familiar with. It's a corporation called Disney. Disney. I think it's actually the Walt Disney Company, technically. The but Walt Disney, Disney Company. Yeah, Disney is a big entertainment corporation, and they they've made some movies that you know maybe you might have heard about, and they own a couple of franchises that you might be familiar with. But Disney has this other thing called Disney Plus, where you're allowed to stream all of their works that they have produced over the years. And I know you might be thinking, like, what? Over the years? How many how many <laughs> works has this new corporation been able to, like, pump out in, like, what, two or three years? Well, actually, Disney has been, <laughs> around, been around for quite a long time. So that's the only thing. Sorry, I had to clarify. Adam. Good, yeah. Good thing we cleared that up. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was wondering how long the bit was going. But yeah, obviously everyone knows Disney and their most iconic film, Treasure Planet. So I don't think you <laughs> really Planet needed that. Treasure Planet is good, dude. I love Treasure Planet. I watched it uh, at college. Yeah, 
Because I that's another book, you know, being big smart as a kid. If we read uh, Treasure Planet in school, I mean Treasure Island, yeah. like we read the original, and then I yeah, it's actually kind of a hype movie. Um, and I loved. Uh, I was playing that. There's a Disney tabletop game called uh, Villainous. Yeah. But I was very disappointed when I found out that there was no Long John Silver expansion. Was so Long that... John Silver even the villain tra- Treasure Planet, though? I... I mean, it was debatable. He was like, he had gray morality because he was like, the reason that one dude died, because he was kind of the mastermind of the whole scheme, but then he was mm-hmm. also like a stand-in father figure for, so... what's his name? Jim Hawkins. So... He's a complex Disney character. And I can't believe they didn't put him in their board game. This will be my petition, because every every episode of this podcast, I have to petition for something. Yeah. And this time, it's a Long John Silver expansion for Villainous, along with a Funko Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Disney. I'm still waiting on those uh, Frank and Weenie Funko Pops. Adam, here's some trivia that you might know not know about me, okay? Oh, yeah, what's that? In middle school, I would occasionally do community children's theater over yeah. the summers, right? And uh, one year, we did Treasure Planet, and I... Or not Treasure Planet, Treasure Island. Treasure Island? And I was Long John Silver. No way. Yeah. Did you have a robot arm and crab legs? <laughs> no, actually, it's a funny story, because... <sighs> I was a bit of a brat, and the pirate <laughs> hat that they got for me made me feel, or it was just uncomfortable, so I was like, I'm not wearing this. <laughs> You're a true villain. You're yeah, method acting. But that was before I watched Treasure uh, Treasure Planet, so one day I sat down, and I think Treasure Planet must have been on Netflix on the time, I was like, oh, I'll watch this, and then... This probably says something about my intelligence at the time, or even now, but I started watching and I was like, wait a minute, this is just Treasure Island. <sighs> well, clearly you didn't read enough, oh, I was going to make a pun about you not reading enough books, but literally that's, that's, that's the issue there. Wow. Yep. I've been proven wrong by my sixth grade English teachers. They were right all along. Yes. Books. We're coming in clutch. I just need to go back in time and slap younger me in the face and say, Read more! And slap everyone in the face that didn't go to see Treasure Planet. So that it wasn't a financial failure. (laughs) Imagine a world where Treasure Planet had been financially successful. They would, like, rip out Cinderella's castle at Disney World, and they put the flying pirate ship in instead. And it'd Dude, be that'd be totally so cool. dope. And they would sell those, like, purple fruit that he ate. Were they, like, plums or something? Like, every every store at Disney World would have, like, plums you could buy. And we'd all just be vibing at Disney World eating plums. We just... I feel like we'd have more... Not that Disney... Well... I was going to say, not that Disney is uncreative, but they kind of are. Pixar is the creative branch of Disney, but I was going to say, we would, we might have more creative movies if Treasure Planet was financially successful. I mean, to be fair, Treasure Planet is literally just, they took a book and they put steampunk stuff in it. Like, yeah, I wouldn't say cool that's, su- I wouldn't say that's super creative. Not, not that I'm arguing with it. You know, I'd love to see like To Kill a Mockingbird 
but Atticus Finch is a cyborg. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove these people's innocence with my laser cannon and my X-ray eyes. I'm down what? for that. I'm totally down. You'd for, be down for like Blade Runner style uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Just Bro, saying. What was that? He's like, my cyborg abilities make me a less prejudiced lawyer. <laughs> They could totally tie that in, yeah. I that's what I think they should do, you know? More literary adaptations with a cyberpunk uh feel to them. Well, it doesn't have to be cyber cyberpunk, it could be anything. It could be fantasy. Like imagine this. What if someone took dances with wolves, but then instead of there being Native Americans, they they made it about blue aliens and they put it in space dude that sounds like you could put that in 3d and it would sell like two million two billion dollars worth of tickets that sounds yeah. like a really solid Just idea imagine someone being integrated in into another a culture that isn't familiar to them but resembles native american culture you know but it's blue aliens. But it's blue aliens. You know, that that makes me legitimately mad because they did do an Avatar <laughs> section at Disney World. And that should have been the boat. It should have been the boat from Treasure Planet instead. <laughs> if only things had ended differently. If only uh, <laughs> the world operated on creativity instead of money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sad, sad it's times. A shame. It's a real gosh darn shame. It's a you know real what? shame. That's what we have small indie companies for that don't make any money at all, yet they still yes. produce movies. Like, what is it? Lakita? Takita? What? The one Taika animation... Wa Taika Waititi? Laika? Nope. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought Laika was owned by somebody. Oh, they might be. Uh, let me see. Pretty Seems pretty small and indie to me. No, just kidding. Yeah, I think they're I think they're small and indie. I don't Despite think they're owned the by anyone. They don't make any money at all. Yeah, like all of their movies bomb. I don't know how they're still making them, but you know, good on them. Like Kubo. Like Kubo. I still haven't seen Kubo. Actually, I don't think I've seen any of their movies. I haven't seen Missing Link. It's solely my fault that they're not doing well. I'm sorry. <laughs> like uh, I wonder what what movies have they made? Uh, Box Trolls, Coraline. Oh, uh, really? Pa Paranorman. Well, not all of those are great. And but Missing Kubo Link. Kubo is good. Yeah, they've only made five movies, apparently. The Kid in Kubo kind of reminds me of Aang a bit. Aang, yeah. Good thing they never made a movie of that TV show, because it would be really bad. Yeah, Avatar, <laughs> The Last Airbender, the movie. They could but... never make a movie. It would just be so bad. It would be. If they ever did. Definitely didn't, though. There's, Sarcasm. Yep. Adam, I need to confide in you about something. Yeah. So yeah, what is it? I posted what I thought was an ironic post on Instagram. And it was a, a picture of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, And I said something along the lines of, Welp, I just read all 70 of these books. And uh, my rating is... Two out of ten, because they're so bad, and I definitely am not super sad right now about it being over, and I definitely don't have an emotional attachment to any of the characters. And then I got a... I thought it was ironic, 
right and sarcastic and people would understand that but then i got probably five different people swipe up swipe up and be like why did you give the harry potter series two out of ten and i was like um because i hated it (laughs) uh you don't understand people get really defensive about harry potter yeah but i thought I literally said like, "Oh you yeah, can. I'm definitely not really sad right now." You can't, you can't poke the high. Well, I guess maybe they just watch the movies, and so they're not smart enough <laughs> to get your subtle humor. Yeah, maybe. I think that's it. That's I'm sorry that it. I offended you, Adam. About I don't think you offended me. You you offended all the people on Instagram. Clearly, no. I'm talking about what I said with Seth. Actually, did we even take a hostile stance on people watching movies? I feel no, like it was anything. it was a joke stance. I'm not I'm not dunking on you. I'm I'm dunking on like you know when you're in. I don't know if you had this experience, but you know when you're in like middle school and they're like, well, if you don't read books all the time, you're a stupid person, <laughs> and any other form of media besides books is kind of dumb honestly kind of stupid and dumb okay yeah (laughs) that makes way more sense because this entire time i thought i must have said something with seth like tv that's pretty dumb bro it's pretty dumb it's pretty dumb (laughs) except for community except for for smart stuff community is the only exception i'd say there's some more exceptions but (laughs) Maybe more traditional TV shows that go on for, like, 12 seasons. It's like, I just kind of started thinking, you know, how am I supposed to even be expected to get through all of this? Yeah, I feel <laughs> you know? that. You know, short short show gang. Short show like, gang. Like, like Avatar The Last Airbender. Like Boom. Avatar The Last Airbender. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Still haven't seen cowboy bebop i started uh star wars rebels very epic show boo boo why boo because uh you know what's better than star wars mr robot mr what mr robot dang wow i'll write a space novel and it'll be called intergalactic conflict wow that sounds really good yeah, and it sounds really solid. I think you should pitch it to Hulu. Well, it's going to be a book series because books are the only acceptable source yeah. of media. All right, so picture it's gotta this, It's got to be like 15, di- 15 separate books. The Galaxy, right? Yep. And there's different inhabitants on different planets of the galaxy. Yep. And on these planets, they have their governments, okay? Yep. And their governments don't get along, though. Oh, no. So, different planets across the galaxy fight each other. Impossible. I know, but this is gonna sell millions, dude. Millions. So good. So good. They're gonna be like, oh my goodness. They'll be like, wow. Intergalactic Conflict is my favorite book series ever. Yes. So good. So good. You will single-handedly keep Barnes & Noble in business. Yes. <laughs> or, sorry, yeah. Barnes & Noble. <laughs> Once COVID isn't a thing anymore, I'm going to be going to Barnes & Noble all the time. I'm going to be going to public libraries, and then Love. the librarian is going to be like, what, a person is here? 
She's going to be like, Sam, I can't believe you're back already. You just checked out 50 books last week. And you're going to be like, yeah, I finished all of them. Yeah. Flex of my alpha muscles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> alpha. Your yep. big brain. Big brain. Yeah. No, I, I, I kind of miss my public library. I, I went there all the time as a youngster. Yeah, I used to go there all the time, too. Yeah. It's going to be... No, I was going to make a joke where it's more accurately going to be the first time I step inside my public library, the librarian, I won't recognize, but she'll say, Sam, it's been 12 years. Yes. <laughs> like, yep. The, uh, the destiny has been foretold that Sam Peters would return to his... Hey, that could be a book series. It's yeah. Book Night, and it's about a kid who gets superpowers from books, who and he has reads to, books. He has to defeat a a dark book warlock who uses book magic for the dark side. No, the the, the dark warlock feeds off of the power of watching The Bachelor, <laughs> and he's very stupid. <laughs> Yes. And in order to defeat him, you need to read so many books that you have enough Pizza Hut personal pan pizzas to feed an entire army. And then you take down the the warlock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's great. We need to be co-authors, Adam. We could write a novel. Oh, it's definitely. Called... Book night. Book night. And then, of course, the villain, he watches The Bachelor. He watches lots of reality TV. Yes. He watches epic. Honey Boo Boo reruns on Hulu. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think they even do that one anymore. He watches TLC. Yeah. BLC. BLC. No, no. B BBB, <laughs> of course. Yes. Gotta preserve the identity of... The TV channel with terrible reality shows. Terrible. Bro, have you even seen any of 90 Day Fiance, bro? You can't even say that. That's trash. Bro, television. dude, that television, dude. That's something else, bro. That's something else. Just like the, you know, we, we were talking about The Bachelorette. Every uh, day. Taisha? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't watch The Bachelorette. I know who The Bachelorette is because I try to be cultured. Wow. So is it? Does that mean you go on social media, Sam? It sounds like you're pretty stupid. Sometimes I do go on social media. And it's like, <laughs> sounds uh, like you're pretty dumb. The only thing you should be going to on the internet is the Schwann's website to order more chicken. That is true, and also to order books from Barnes and Noble. And also to order books from Barnes and Noble, and not Amazon. Not Amazon. Amazon, not Amazon. bad. Amazon bad. Barnes and Noble good. Barnes and Noble, why don't you sponsor this podcast? Because basically, it's just become a book discussion time. I feel like we could. I feel like they'd be they'd be totally down to do a uh, a sponsored book podcast where we get young, we get the youths hyped about book reading once again. Next episode, I try contacting my librarian to be on the show. Yes, and then we discuss the Iliad. <laughs> for a special a very special two-hour episode every uh, person i have the, on the podcast from here on out i'm gonna be like so what what did you read this last week and they're gonna be like uh 
Well, if I'm being completely honest, nothing. And I'm going to be like, oh, well, that means you're stupid. Sorry. <laughs> and then you end the podcast. Yeah. Bunch of like two minute episodes. I'm down for that. That'd be hilarious. That's the whole season two. It's too bad that April Fool's is so far away. No. Uh, you see, that could be season two if I hadn't already recorded an episode with Brando where we didn't even talk about books at all. Oh, I guess you just Ugh. have to wipe it from existence. I guess so. Like Doctor Who. Just just get it out of here. Is that a thing from Doctor Who? Oh, it, well, that's a... No, it's like an old time Because, you know, they started in like the 60s. Right. But that was when the BBC was all like... Uh... These are dumb. Nobody's going to want to watch these ever again. So they just, like, recorded the tapes over with something else. And now all these nerds are like, I want to watch the <laughs> Doctor Who episode from 1968 where he he meets Nixon. And it just doesn't, it just doesn't exist anymore. That, that brings up a topic of discussion. So uh, before I decided that watching tv is dumb i i expressed brief interest in the series slash franchise known as star trek and was like hmm what if theoretically i started watching star trek and then i i looked up uh, where should one who is curious about star trek start watching star trek and then uh, everything i found was like well you gotta start from the beginning of this episode or this the original series which is like 10 seasons long and then you got to move on to this one which is another seven seasons long and there's 80 episodes a season and all this sounds like hmm hmm you know what i think i, I might not watch star trek <laughs> yeah that's that's kind of how i felt about it you know it's 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 too daunting to get into if there were some books, you know. <laughs> oh, I bet there's some books. Ugh. I bet there's a whole lot of books. So Gotta read the books. books. Well, Adam, I appreciate you coming here to enjoy this little fireside chat with me. Is there any last-minute words you'd like to speak with our audience? I would like to reiterate my plea to Disney for uh, Cyborg to kill a Mockingbird. Oh, <laughs> put it on, put it on Disney Plus. I know you guys have the money. <laughs> to make it happen. Oh, oh boy, Atticus <laughs> Finch, my my main man. Yes, that's another book that I actually read for the first time this year. Uh, not gonna lie. Yeah. Kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, I actually kind of hated it. Yeah, like they mentioned the Mockingbird. Maybe twice. Like, yeah. Like, it was totally misleading, you know. I thought I was gonna learn how to how to kill a mockingbird. They didn't even they didn't even do it. All they said was not to kill mockingbirds that one time, and that was the only mention of it. And I I couldn't believe it. And I was like, well, what even is this story about? Yeah. What kind of name is Atticus? It's like the one book that's like almost like a TV show. Like, I think reading that book does not make you smart. Yeah, not at <laughs> it's all. like if there's any book that really dulls dulls your brain, <laughs> it's definitely To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, and that's sure. why no one ever has to read it in like school because it, it would just make you dumber. Exactly. No, maybe reading is actually what's making us stupider. Maybe I think we cracked the code. 
Yeah, that's why a majority of Americans are geniuses, because they don't read books. Yeah. Uh, we cracked it. We solved America. Oh, yeah. I, I just want some viewer-listener discretion that a large part of this podcast contains sarcasm. So just consider that when you do your post-podcast evaluation of all the material covered here today. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Disney Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that the thing that they had in front of? Yeah, the it's Peter like Pan? every 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 uh, DVD had it because they, uh, you know, they'd have like director's commentary on it, and people couldn't be like, "Hey, wow, Harold Ramis said that." politics are dumb on the ghostbusters dvd sony what are you doing and sony be like uh <laughs> so they can't get sued oh okay it's a epic legal strategy i thought you unbeatable. were referring to unbeatable more... oh the 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 like the recent thing where they the were Peter like Pan oh thing where they're like some I don't know. Disney's like wording. this movie's kind of racist, but we're yeah. still putting it on Disney. Well, we're still putting it on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh Disney, what a oh Disney, what a gracious overlord you are. Yeah, and they'll they'll never put Song of the South back on. No. Song, song of the south, sweet potato no. pie, and I shut my Not mind. a lot. No, there. Do you hear that? It's the Disney FBI agents coming in to get us. Oh, oh no, no, not the Disney no. FBI agents. They're gonna take us away and lock us up with Walt's frozen head. They're firing oh. rubber bullets at us. Oh no! Nerf gun bullets. We're gonna not get locked bullets up. Bullets that will hurt us. Oh no! We're gonna get. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening, guys. We gotta get out of here. Go out and through the get, window. We're gonna get put in the Disney vault. Go through the window, Adam. Come on. Oh, shoot. I almost forgot. I need to extinguish the fire. There we go.